Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The historically black college and university brand represents 184 years of history dating back to 1837. So we let you know how HBCU excellence has been taken to another level with my next guest right here. It's time for the College Football Legends Podcast. The players. We're going to hit somebody and we're taking downfield for a touchdown. I guarantee you that. The coaches. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The plays. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. And so much more. College football legends. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Welcome to Believe in College Football Legends. I am Chris Smith. Send me a topic or question on Twitter at the Sports Jesus. That's at the Sports Jesus. We have a great show for you. You know what else is great? It's Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and scores. Get those latest odds and lines, and most importantly, the latest matchup reports. Bet Online is your Sports Intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs. Look, it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from the comfort of your home. Get in on the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. It's Pen Online, where the game starts. Over 1,000 HBCU players have been drafted since 1967. But have you seen them play in college? Now you know the names of the legends that have dominated the gridiron. The signal callers like Doug Williams out of Grambling State, Steve McNair out of Alcorn State, the wide receivers Jerry Rice, Mississippi Valley State, John Stallworth out of Alabama A&M, and Southern's Harold Carmichael. And we can't forget sweetness as running back Walter Payton start at Jackson State. The names are just as legendary on the defensive side of the ball with Texas Southern's Michael Strahan, Mississippi Valley State's Deacon Jones, Tennessee State's Richard Dent, and Ed Tall jones You also may have missed out on some great rival games. The Orange Blossom Classic, Magic City Classic, Gulf Coast Challenge, Bayou Classic. Well, that has all changed with HBCU Go, the cultural destination for all things that are HBCU. The streaming network aims to provide students, alumni, and the greater community of HBCU fans with a pioneer platform that captures the diversity of experiences, perspectives, and all aspects of the HBCU culture. And there's no one better to break it all down than my special guest on the show, sports and entertainment pioneer Curtis Simons, founder and CEO of HBCU Go, the 24-hour streaming network that covers the HBCU community of 105 schools around the country. Thanks for joining me, Mr. Simons. Chris, it's a pleasure, man. Looking forward to uh, the conversation. I am as well. Now, few television executives can say they had a hand in building two legendary cable brands while at the forefront of working to diversify the cable industry. Tell me about your journey from ESPN to BET prior to founding HBCU Go. I tell you, Chris, I, I had an incredible ride in this industry, man. I was fortunate enough to uh, start out I uh, have lived a life of affiliate marketing, started out back in 1980 uh, with ESPN, uh, did eight years with them in Chicago, and ran, ran their uh, Chicago offense on the affiliate side, and then was lucky to connect up with Bob Johnson in 1988 and uh, took over. I was EVP of affiliate marketing for all of BT, 
uh, from 88 to 2001, a 14-year career. And it was an exceptional experience, uh, great opportunity to work with a, a great visionary, uh, Bob Johnson, who really took uh, BET to another level in the mid-90s. And then uh, now, being fortunate to work for another visionary, Byron Allen, who I think is going to light up the uh, the whole media world with his mentality and, and, his, and his aggressiveness to really foster the word of trying to get Black-owned media more exposure around the world and all around the continent. Absolutely. And you were born in Bermuda, grew up in Ohio, attended Central State University. Did you know you wanted to get it in the sports and entertainment industry right from the beginning? No, Chris, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, my, my real dream, I'm a physical education major at Central State University in 1978. My real dream was to teach, man. That's why I'm still coaching. I mean, I love working with kids, and that's always been a passion. I really stumbled on the media business. I was literally, I got a, uh, in my little town where I grew up at Xenia, Ohio, um, I started out as a manager of a sporting school when I finished up college. I, I thought that was going to be my career you know, being in, in the sporting business. Uh, and then uh, that fell apart. And I literally stumbled on the media business. A friend of mine, actually my old principal was the one that told me to, to contact a young lady who ended up being my Cub Scout teacher. She was the regional manager for Continental Cable Vision at the time. And I got the experience to really run a cable. Since I, managed, I was the youngest manager in 1979 wow. in the industry. Uh, running, and it, it was fortunate because I ran the cable system in my own city where I grew up. So that was a really big plus for me in educating. And I just, once I got into that, Chris, I, I really, really, really got the feeling that this is this is the right move. And was fortunate to uh, get on with uh, ESPN, like I say, in 1980. And it's been a great ride ever since, man. A meteoric rise. And now you co-founded HBCU Go, one of the first national cable networks and digital services targeted specifically to historically black colleges and universities. How did that materialize? Well, it really materialized in um, ninth, in uh, 20, 2011. Uh, I had um, kind of, I, I was, I, I built, a, I built a gymnasium complex here in Chantilly, Virginia, seven indoor courts. And then um, I built it from the ground up. And as usual, the uh, financial community caught me, and I didn't. It, it didn't last. I had, I had a good five-year run, and when I came out of it, one of the things I kept thinking about was how can I give struggle black colleges more exposure. And so I went to a friend of mine, and I was at that time trying to do a. I had a production deal to do some black football classics like Southern Heritage and a couple others, and was talking to him about coming on and helping me out with the production side because I had a, I had a possible deal with TV One at the time, the Arab. And he's like, Curtis, you really love this, this, this space. Why don't you look at building a channel? Wow. And I'm like, look, man, I don't have the money to do a linear channel. You know, and so he encouraged me to put the business plan together. Uh, I did. I, I pitched it to Comcast. We almost had a deal. And then I ended up saying, hey, the cheaper way, way to do it is, is do it through streaming. And so I got it, you know, got Got some people behind me, some small money behind me. Got got it up, and then for almost almost twelve years, Chris, I, I almost eleven years rather, I really was trying to get someone really behind me. And then, fortunately, two years ago, talking to Byron Allen and telling him my my dream and my vision, he said, Curtis, let me buy the channel and you come work for me. You know, and I said, Hey, man, that's that's a great deal. That's a great idea. I'm sixty eight years old, Chris. 
I'm on my last hurrah, man. So I said, this this, this makes sense to me. Now nah, you got pl- and, plenty of years ahead of you. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so that's how we really got it started, man. And I knew, I, I, got, I had a strong feeling, Chris, that the timing was right. Because now, unfortunately, after the George Floyd thing, more people started to look at it. The, uh, the black culture and what it really needed. And I just felt that HBCUs needed this exposure big time. And uh, we, we really started getting some things moving. And, and last year we did our first 10-year contract with the SWAC. Uh, we're working right now on a 10-year contract with CIAA and SIC and working also to get a deal with the MEAC. And so the goal is, is to have the four conferences working with because I think that we can offer a lot of different types of exposure from a digital side, we air some of the games on the Grill channel, which is linear. We have it in syndication. We're putting it where right now. Last year, we were in about 65% of uh, the markets, uh, and we covered a lot, uh, almost about 80% of black households. You know, And this year, we've tipped it up because we've got some really good games uh, this year. This year will be our first year of doing double headers, and we're doing we're opening up with uh, some classes. We got the Chicago Football Classic on September 2nd. We have the Southern Heritage Classic at Memphis on September 9th. And then we have the uh, the, uh, the classic between Howard and Hampton on December 17th, 16th in D.C. So we've got some really good games lined up that I think is really going to help drive some really big exposure, more exposure, uh, as ESPN has been doing through these conferences. Absolutely. you got the power four of those conferences. The SWAC is considered the premier HBCU conference and ranks among the elite in the nation. And we're speaking with the co-founder and CEO of HBCU Go, Curtis Simons. And let me tell everybody, HBCU Go is fantastic. Great contact from the kickoff show to all the games. Now, like you said, people get to see great rivals, the Orange Blossom Classic, the Magic City yeah. Classic, just to name a few. Now, HBCU Go highlights other sports, basketball, baseball, yes. and tennis. Yes. Why is it just as important as the football content? Well, because I think I think what I mean what I've been able to sell the conferences on and and the schools, Chris, is you know coming. I grew up on the campus of Central State University. My mother worked there as a teacher for forty years. My dad worked there for fifty, and there's just a lot more culture there with other sports, along with not just sports. I mean, one of the things that's been strong is talking about the history, the legacy, from a lifestyle to an education to the whole idea of showing the value of historical black colleges. So that's what. That's the real goal that we're trying to bring out, not just sports, but also the culture. You know, one of the things I keep challenging my staff is we need to work on building the culture through HBCU Go. And so that's really the strong point that we want to keep driving, you know, as as we're developing uh, this network. Yeah, some of that programming you're speaking of. The Color of STEM, Black History 365, and my favorite, yes. The Road to Homecoming, yes. and more. Yes. So you're going to look to add to more engaging programming like these. No question. I mean, we just we, we just got a great honor the other day. We won, a, uh, I think, a regional or local Emmy for our show. Ah, congratulations. Stage. Yeah, thank you very much. And we won, we won two tellies for the, uh, this, this past year for uh, Road to Homecoming. So, you know, we know that our programming is tipping the edge. And so the more and more that we can expose that and really get, you know, people more aware of what we're doing, the better we're going to be at it. And it's starting to click. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going out to more places. I was just uh, middle of June at uh, the Black College Football Foundation's uh, Hall of Fame inductee, and, and I was just 
surprised on some of the old veterans like Willie Jefferson, who coached for many years as a legend, Joe Taylor, who's a legend, all knew a lot about HBCU Go, which, which really was, was great for me to hear. That's you fantastic. Know? If those legends are talking about it as well. You got it. You got it. It's 52 weeks of black college sports and more. HBCU Go is dedicated to elevating black college sports across all divisions of men's and women's season games, classics, and tournaments. And we have on the show sports and entertainment pioneer Curtis Simons, founder and CEO of HBCU Go. And now efforts have been made by the NFL and other organizations to increase the visibility for HBCU football prospects. The NFL started the HBCU Players Combine in 2020, and also yep. the All-Star Game to showcase HBCU players, the Legacy Bowl. Is this a yes. step in the right direction? Very much so. In fact, we are working with the NFL to uh, build a partnership around those those activities. You know, uh, so you might be hearing some words. I can't really announce anything right now yet because we haven't gotten to the closure yet, but we've got some really good things moving where I think we have a great opportunity for some partnerships with them. And we're trying to do the same thing with the NBA, Major League Baseball, you know, and other major sports to try to really get more people understanding how strong the brand is. And I think that the one thing that we're hearing more of is that HBCU Go is speaking to that culture. And that and that's the thing that we, we're really having a good idea of, of partnering with um, some of these big brands, you know, moving forward. Absolutely. I can attest to the content. It is fantastic. And we'll have more with the founder and CEO of HBCU Go, Curtis Simons, right after this. Welcome back to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. And we have on the show sports and entertainment pioneer Curtis Simons, founder and CEO of HBCU Go, the 24-hour streaming network that covers the HBCU community of 105 schools around the country. You served as president of the T. Howard Foundation, a nonprofit organization devoted to yes. promoting women yes. and people of color in the entertainment and multimedia industries. You are a recipient of the National Cable Televisions Association Vanguard Award, the Black United Funds Achieving Against All Odds Award, the Living Legend Foundation Media Icon, and inducted recently into the Broadcasting and Cable Hall of Fame. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Well, I tell you, Chris, the one that I'm really proud of, there's two that I'm really proud of, I think they weigh the same way, is, first of all, the uh, Broadcasting Cable Hall of Fame. I, I did not really realize how big that award was. Huge. Um, yeah, it is. And, and, I, and, and, I, and I took that very, unfortunately, very lightly at the beginning. You know, when I, I was called in 2019 and told I had gotten the award from Bill McGorry. Uh, about, you know, um, the inductee, but, you know, then the pandemic hit, and so the award got held for two years because of it. And then when, when it got close for April, January 21, uh, 22, rather, you know, people started calling me saying, hey, man, do you really realize how big this award is? <laughs> they had to no. tell you that. <laughs> right, and, 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 I, and I did not, Chris, I really did not soak it up until I think the night of the night of was probably unbelievable because I looked at the, I looked at the, the people I was around. I'm, I'm out there, you know, with uh, Hootie and, and, uh, and, and today's show and, you know, ESPN who I worked with, you know, for many years, you know, them getting honors that year, that, that particular night. So it was really a, a big step, you know, that gave me to see my peers, yeah, and it, it was really interesting, Chris, because a lot of people who knew me who were in the audience could say, I don't know why they didn't give you this 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know. You're, you're, you're a legendary career. 
Yeah, I mean, they said, you know, you're you're the guy that was that was way behind the BT run. So I don't I don't I don't really understand this. I said, well, you know, God has a thing about what he does, and 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 I live in the thing where it just it's about you know the right place, the right time, and timing, Chris. You know, and so I just felt that you know that was my year. And then the other one that I was very proud of is Living Legend Award out of LA. Absolutely. And the fact that the entertainment the, the the people who have won that award and looking at I'm coming on the footsteps of these people really blew me away. You know, that, you know, it was an honor to be around some of the, the greats in the entertainment world and uh, being honored as a, as a living legend. And, you know, I mean, I, I think the thing that you feel good about, Chris, is you're honored with your flowers before you, you, you're hitting that ground, you know? And Absolutely. I think that, 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 that was a big thing that I think really, uh, those two awards really stood out to me big time. Very big for me. Yeah, the Living Levengers Foundation did a wonderful video that everybody should check out on YouTube. And we're speaking with Curtis Simons, founder and CEO of HBCU Go, the 24-hour streaming network that covers the HBCU community of 105 schools around the country. You're also the author of Never Gamble, Always a Sure Bet, Americans HBCUs, A Roadmap to Succeeding in Life. What was the inspiration for the book? Well, the inspiration was I wanted to give people an idea, Chris, of my road to success and what it took to get there, especially coming out of a small HBCU. Because it, 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 there's so much negativism to HBCUs in a way that I can't get a quality education and I can't do this in the work world because I, I, you know, I'm going to the and I'm What I want to show people is the roadmap that I did being a PE major and, and where it took me. You know, and, sure. and the fact that, you know, I was able to beat the odds. And I think it, it it's all about challenging you. You got you got to challenge you. And, it, and I think when people understand that, you know, you got to challenge, be successful in life, you, you can't be satisfied. And that's one of the things that I learned from Ted Turner years ago, you know, and talking with him and, and asking him how he was successful. And he, and he told me this is a simple word, Curtis. He said, Curtis. Learn and never be satisfied. Continue to work hard at your, at, at, at your trade. And if you continue to work hard at your trade, you know, it, it, that, that's, that's the key. That, that's the key. And so that's really the thing that, that's my mentality, Chris, on that. And that's why I'm really happy with this HBCU Go channel, because I think that it's something that's needed. I think we're starting to really, you know, open the door. And I think that you're going to hear a lot of noise about us this year. You know, because I think now more and more people are hearing what HBCU Go is all about. Yeah, and they're embracing the HBCU brand. Exactly. Very, very true. You're exactly right about that. Yes. Well, the book is yeah. fantastic, but you got to make sure you check out HBCU Go, a cultural lifestyle destination and leading sports media provider, which you can find on Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, thegrio.com, and more. They amplify the voice of black excellence while sharing the rich history, diversity, unique perspectives, and cultural experiences at historically black colleges and universities. All right, it's time to go. Y'all ready for this? Three and out. It's time to go three and out with sports and entertainment pioneer Curtis Simons. Three lighter questions to close out the interview. First off, I noticed basketball, and you talked about it all over your resume, playing college hoops, to being president and COO of the Washington Mystics. You also serve as basketball coach and consultant at a top five at Catholic school in Northern Virginia. Where does that love of hoops come from? Well, I mean, <laughs> Wilberforce, Ohio, Chris, 
I was one of those kids that was fortunate to, in, in my early days, didn't have a chance to play high school basketball. But I was determined, and this is where I think my, my work ethic is that I was determined to play college basketball. So I walked on two years and, and, and played a small school out of Rensselaer, Indiana, called St. Joseph College. And then because I grew up on the campus of Central State, I didn't really want to go to the campus, but to go to Central State. But I was, I'm really mad because my last two years, I did. And uh, I had a great experience. And, I, and that was what really grinded me to say I should have been there four years. But I was concerned early on about just playing. And I had opportunity to play. And, you know, and that, that was part of my DNA, you know. And so I carried that into the corporate world. Uh, I have three sons, and they, and they all played. You know, uh, they had a love for the game like I did, you know. And then I just carried it on in the coaching world. You know, I'm, I'm coaching at St. Paul's Six High School. We're one of the top teams in the country. Uh, we've got five seniors coming back this year. We probably will be ranked either one or two coming in preseason. So everybody keep your eye out for us. Yes. And, uh, we've got uh, we've got some great young men that, you know, I've been with the program for 12 years now. And, and, and I've seen some great young men come out of this program, you know, and I'm really excited about this year. But, you know, it's all about, at, at my age, of 68, Chris, it's all about now, you know, trying to build something for young people to understand what they have. Because a lot of these young people don't understand what they have, bottom line. You know, and that's my goal. That's really my goal with it. Well, with you your know? dedication, determination, and desire, everything will come to fruition. Now, you served as executive vice president of BET on Jazz in 1996, remained in that yeah. position. Until your retirement in 2001. Who's your favorite jazz musician? I think my favorite jazz musician, unfortunately, he's passed away, but was Grover Washington. Oh, uh, I love Grover Washington. I grew up on Grover Washington. And I thought he was one of the greatest jazz guys out there. You know, uh, so he was he was my favorite, Chris. He was definitely my favorite. That is one of the, the top jazz musicians ever. That is for sure. Yes. And yes. finally, I'm a foodie. You were born in Bermuda, lived in Ohio, yes. now reside in Virginia. What is the best meal or place to eat in each of those locations? I think if you're coming to uh, Virginia, I would say Ozzy's. Um, mm, what kind of food in, is that? It's, it's more of like an Italian, um, Italian-American Okay. on that. I would say if you're coming in, I think my best place is when I lived in Chicago. Chicago had. Oh, Chicago's got know, some good Chicago food. Like yeah, because the pizzas were so great. Yes. I love Giordano. Giordano pizza and the Chicago hot dogs were one of a kind. Absolutely. They were one of a kind. You know, that, that. in Ohio, I think the, the, the biggest thing, the, the good spot, it was a hometown place that I grew up on and it's no longer there because the ladies passed away, but we had a great hamburger place called Mall Babies. Mm. And Chris, if I if, if it was in his prime and I could take you there one day, man, you wouldn't believe the breakfast sandwiches, her hamburgers. She had a pork chop sandwich that was off the Ooh, chain. Oh, there you yeah. go. Now you're speaking my language. You got it. You got it. You know, but that was some good spots, man. Very good spots. Very no good question. spots. Well, fantastic. The stamp of approval. And we've been speaking with Curtis Simons, founder and CEO of HBCU Go, the 24-hour streaming network that covers the HBCU community of 105 schools around the country. Thanks for joining me, Mr. Simons. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it, man. And of course, Believe in College Football Legends is presented by Bet Online. 
Thanks for listening to the Believe in College Football Legends podcast. Make sure to check out all the prior episodes with Heisman winners, legendary coaches, and sports personalities reliving the greatest plays. You can tweet your questions at the Sports Jesus and join us next week because it will be legendary. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.